the college football experience week five, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. And we're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download it. It's your home for all of our free picks and podcasting content. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is Bill Romanowski. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football experience 2022 season preview. We've been doing it week by week. Go back and listen to our other all up, all up to week five. Today's week five. We're going to go through all 13 weeks of the college football season. Go back and listen to uh, what we rent, went through all 30 coaching hires. We did grades on all the new hires. We did a transfer portal episode, which we're going to have to check back in on that because college football is batshit crazy. But if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> it is beautiful. What I heard, I heard earlier today. Thirteen Saturdays away. Ooh, thirteen Saturdays away from. That's college not bad. Football. We can do that. We can do that. We can make it through this. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, former former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheel of dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh yeah, buddy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's go. What, what a heater that, that one is. That is a heater right there. And I am joined by third man in the booth. Give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, to- tobacco road living, <laughs> free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Hey, all I know is it's Wednesday. It's time to drink some bourbon, talk some college football, man. Life is good. There you go. Indeed. Look at I'm just assuming you're drinking Buffalo trace or something. 
Uh, Woodford right now, but but hey, Patty C, I, I don't have my glasses on. Is that is that Pick Dundee or is that Jim Harbaugh over there? I know, right? Come <laughs> on, especially with the headset on. I feel oh, like yeah. I've seen this a thousand times. Oh yeah, times. right. <laughs> we don't need Josh Gaddis, right? Hat. We don't need Josh Caddis. I'll come sleep over at your fucking house, kids. All right? <laughs> Are you wearing khakis? <laughs> Do you have khakis on underneath you know the what? desk there? I'll, I'll, I'll well work on that next week. I will have khakis. I'll, f- I'll figure it out. I want a soundbite of Colby saying, "I'll come sleep at your house, kids." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. That's uh, good. That needs to be a drop we regularly use. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that is fun. We got to find a way to do that, uh, folks. Patty C, NC Nick. Before we hop into Week Five, uh, previewing all of our games and doing our draft of the best thirty games, uh, we got a lot of news here. A lot of news. Uh, the Pac-12. Well, first off, the NCAA. Um, basically, uh, loosened up the laws. Now you don't have to have two divisions. Uh, you can do every conference can do whatever the hell they want to do as far as uh, your top. You know, however you want to do your championship game, right? Well, shout out to uh, George Klavikov because he didn't wait but about ten minutes. <laughs> which uh, I know the Mountain West is saying potentially next year, which I think is dumb. Klavikov way ahead of the curve here, and I hope the ACC and Big Ten because there, there's rumblings that they're going to do this, but they're going to do it a year from now. Hopefully, Why not now. What's that, the, that's know, what I'm saying. I like this Klavikov guy so much right. better than Larry Scott. Larry Scott would have waited 20 years. Yeah. Right. And, and first so, off, great pronunciation too, by the way, have you yeah. been working on Klavikov? Uh, you know, I, 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 I I'm drinking. I, I always, I, I can pronounce names much better when I'm drinking sober, uh, I'm, uh, sober. I'd be fucked. I wouldn't know what to say. I don't even, I, I'd, I'd fuck up George. Col- you know what I mean? Like, speak French when he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So how about that? And also teams may now sign more than 25 scholarship players per signing class. Wow. Say that again. Yeah. Teams can now sign more than eighty or eighty-five, more than twenty-five scholarship players per signing class, as long as it remains under the eighty-five uh, okay. team limit. When uh, when did they put that limitation in place in the first place? Because I was looking back at uh, like I guess Alabama in the early two thousands, and they had a signing class of thirty-one. I thought even re- relatively recently, if I'm not mistaken, you're, or maybe they're what do they do? They 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 stock them away once they get over twenty-five and force them to what gray shirt or something? Yeah, I mean. I don't know what year that was implemented. I was not prepared to find that information out. Yeah, sorry. But uh <laughs> yeah, I mean no, it, it makes sense though cuz especially with so many people that could leave via the transfer portal each year, you might as well be able to, you know, restock your cupboards as much as possible. Well, and it makes sense too because I think less less college uh, or less high school football players are 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 getting the scholarships cuz the the big schools are just saying, "Hey, instead of taking a shot on this freshman, Let's go grab the quarterback from uh, you know UTEP. Well, still, yeah. I mean, someone's got. There's only so many players. You know, if you're losing your transfer player from the other school, then you got to bring someone in. There should be the same amount, regardless of how much transferring is going on. There should be the same amount of incoming freshmen, I would think. You know, no, but I'm, I mean, what I mean now, you mean well, now with this being okayed? No, either always, way, always. Yeah. No, I I was I read a stat earlier this year or in the past couple months. 
because of how many people are active in the transfer portal, there's less high school. Guys. Well, I think with, with COVID that's the case because the players were allowed to stay longer. So rather than, you know, that's or true. Them aging but also, out. I think, I mean, your, your group of five is probably going to the FCS rank. So I was only talking to the FBS. Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. You know, a lot of those FCS guys are probably transferring right up into the FBS and costing, uh, costing high school or scholarships. Yeah. So, um, well, do you think though, that that's good for parity? I think it's, I don't know. It, it needs to, I mean, yeah, I can tell you, uh, the scholarship thing I, I need a bigger sample size of, but, but as far as, you know, I was getting into it with uh, some of our friends uh, over, over with Phil Steele. Um, you know, they, they were saying that, that the two divisions is better. And I go, no, I don't want to see Duke and Clemson or even, even how many times has the big 10 gave us a 59, nothing uh, <laughs> or last year, just a total ass whooping. Yeah. Um, give so me the- out of curiosity. What was your argument as to why it's better? Um, it, it would be, it was better because, uh, it well, prevents, uh, like rematches yeah, or yeah, kind exactly. of uh, to a larger extent. Well, and they were saying most times you're getting the, the second best team anyway, but I mean, Not there was really. a year, I think you, I mean, UVA or Duke or something was like, or, or Georgia tech was it. I don't remember which one, but I tell you this in the big 10, it's every fucking year. You, you, you could get Michigan, Ohio state round two or Penn state, Ohio state round two. Yeah. Um, which well, is, and let's face it. The worst thing about divisions is that some in these major, you know, super huge conferences, some teams only play like once every seven years I'll, I, to bring it locally for me, Duke and NC state are about 15 miles apart and they they're in ones in the Atlantic ones in the coastal and they play once every seven years. It's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. is ridiculous. It's like a, what, what's supposed to be a rivalry, but because of divisions is, you know, played less often than a non-conference game. I think it's really exciting for college football. Cause I think it's hard to beat a team twice. I would much rather see a rematch then uh, them playing Duke or, 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 you know, especially if we know we got, if, if you, there's a chance they might've, uh, that, that might be a rematch too. You know what I mean? Like if you were to stay in that and, and do the five, one year, five, the other year and stay in divisions, you still might be seeing a rematch. Yeah. And the rematch, <laughs> as long as it's at a neutral site is, is probably a better, if those are the best two teams in the conference, then that is probably the like no one has uh no one in the SEC has a problem with the fact that Georgia and uh Alabama just rematched at a neutral site for the national championship. Uh yeah, if anything it it, it can make your rivalry better. Yeah. And 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 look, the 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 big the Big 12 has had the opportunity to have Texas versus Oklahoma every single year for the entire existence of the Big 12 since uh the divisions stopped. How long ago did that happen? Like I don't know, 6 7 8 years ago. And uh, that they got rid of the divisions. And, and look what happened. They've never played each other in the championship <laughs> game. I mean, look, I think once didn't they? I think they played once. I don't I think, think Oklahoma and Texas once. ever played in the. Uh, Big no, Coach I think game. it was once. I think it was a couple of years ago with Tom Did Herman. They? Yeah, okay. I think I think Lincoln Riley beat them the second time. They lost the first time. Okay, so I think but once. Either yeah. way, it wasn't the end of the world. It's not like I mean, the people who want to protect these rivalries as these sacred things. Sure, that's great. I understand it, but again. Not at the expense of like. Well, uh, I I would argue you can our, do both. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say I, I would argue that you could strengthen the rivalries. Yes, if, if by playing Ohio again. State and Michigan are playing again, either in the playoffs or in the Big Ten championship, that Why to not? me makes it's higher stakes. Yes, yeah. that makes that it it much better. That's was true. anybody complaining about Duke versus UNC in the Final Four this year? That's no, we point. said it was the greatest man. <laughs> we, I think my, many of us said it was like the the most anticipated college basketball Ex- game of our lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Ohio state versus Michigan in the national championship, or even in the big 10 championship, even if it's a week huge. later, it's huge. still going to be huge. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, I, I actually think this is such a win and, and I, there's talk that they might go to the pods, you know, not, not, not necessarily the pac 12, but the 14 team and more. So the sec, uh, I'm a big fan of the pods. I think it's the way to go. I do. I, I agree. Cause I don't want to see what was it? Uh, I, I forget if it was like Florida and, and uh, Florida and Missouri. I don't know. It was like uh, some, some sec or ACC well, that, teams the, played once every 14 years or something. Yeah. South, South Carolina versus Missouri every year. No, no, like, no. That, yeah. But, but, but there's one lacrosse division where you, are you even in the same fucking it's Georgia, a right. and M Georgia, a and M Georgia right now. A and M's been in the conference eleven years, and Georgia's yet to play in College Station. They've only played one time. Yeah, right. And I mean, you that's say it'll crazy. be another like three or four years. Yeah, I before. think it's twenty two thousand twenty five when they're penciled in to go there. Twenty six. So they've one been in the two. same conference for at that point, uh, what fifteen years, that's, and that's the that's first ridiculous. time Georgia's gone to A and M. That's fucking ridiculous. That is. That's not. A, that you're not in the same conference. You yeah. play more often as a non conference opponent. Clemson and uh, Georgia, or Clemson and Auburn, have a more frequent you know yeah. series than that. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's better to get away with that, but I will say this. I think the pods are just many divisions. I don't think that it's necessary to have pods. I understand that like it helps with organization and thinking about it, but since these teams aren't like going to a, a playoff where the pod champion is being, you know, represented at like, why even go into pods? What do you mean? What I'm saying is like just just have an open schedule where you're you're more like the Big Twelve. Where you just play as but many. I mean, teams. the SEC is going to have 16 teams. That's fine. You play play eight one year and eight the next. You know, or well, no, seven, no, seven. I, no. I definitely think that some rivalries have to be played every year, and well, I think the pod kind of, the pods kind of accomplish that. Granted, I guess you don't necessarily need them if you just have like protected games that happen. That's every what I year. want is to protect the rivalries. But then, but then what, what happens yeah. if one becomes a rivalry? You know, like like okay. Wake Forest and Louisville were never going to be rivals. I didn't think, but after they stole the playbook and you had wakey leaks, I, if I had to give Louisville a rival, I would say, Hey, I would, I would rather see them. Cause I know Clawson already hates them on the flip side. Aren't you bitching about, you know, uh, Louisville, Virginia. I know I am being forced on us as a, a protected of course, rivalry. Of course. Yeah. But, but I'm saying like, to me, like when you see one that could potentially be, you know, like wake in Louisville, like where there seems to be bad blood there. Yeah, I I say, hey, if you're gonna make one, then quickly make one. <laughs> yeah, it should be a fluid situation. Yeah, the, the, the uh, conference commissioner can do. I mean, they can do whatever they want. So, yeah, there's no reason why if you know if if a, if a couple teams due to a coaching change or something, and maybe a couple of great games, why not make that a protected game every year too? I mean, I think you can. I, I kind of agree with what Patty's saying. I, I don't think you know pods may basically mean every team has three protected games a year. That's all it is. It's three protected yeah. rivalries, but, but and I some think of which some of that logic, rivalries. though, some of that logic is attendance has gone down of late, right? All across the sport. So if you have one that is very close by, that you know every year, yeah, it's, it could be a way to grow attendance. Well, I that, think, I mean, you know. in general, rivalries are kind of geographically based for the most part. It's yeah. it's people, fans, well, alumni, but, but, but living Louisville, close Virginia, together. Louisville, Virginia aren't rivals, but at the same time, that's a drive that if you're a big UVA fan or, or Louisville fan, you could accomplish that. Yeah. Sure. I mean, to what you guys are both, I think saying right now is 
geography, if if it's not a rivalry right now, but you're forcing it to be a, an annual game that's being played, a quote quote protected game, then at least make it geographically close. You know, yeah. Don't don't give me Duke versus uh, you know what Syracuse every yeah, yeah every year and tell me that needs to develop into a rivalry. Yep, I agree. I agree. Okay, uh, let's let's move this thing along. I think that's great news for Coach One. Shout out to Klavikov for getting that thing. He says, "Fuck it, putting the chips all on the table, <laughs> right?" And 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 who was it? Stuart Mandel once again, shabby. He's like, uh, "You'll never see uh, Colorado, Virginia, Duke, Northwestern ever again in the championship." But just so you know, Stuart Mandel, do your fucking homework. That Colorado would have been in twice in the past five years. Twice in the past five years. So I don't know. I feel like, and I think uh, Arizona was one of those when they had Rich Rod. They would have been in those times too, legit. Well, yeah, Rich Rod went ten and two. In so the so they were like number twelve in the nation. So they still would have been in. Yeah. Who yeah. else is screaming to see Duke in the ACC championship or Colorado? Look, the two best teams should be in it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it, it, they but, have a, f- a fair way of determining those two best teams. But why is he coming at just, them? Why is he coming at them? Inaccurately, all right. Yeah, Inaccurately, <laughs> fucking nonsense. Uh, also, Nick Saban was on the Paul Feinbaum show on SEC Network. I touched on this yesterday, but I want to know your guys' thoughts. So, if it's, if you tuned in yesterday, you're tuning in today. You say, "Colby, you're a fucking broken record." That is true. <laughs> uh, Nick Saban says one of the things I would like to see us uh, be able to work back to is college football has always had parity, and I'd like to get back to that. <laughs> what now? Now Lane Kiffin called this out by saying you're the reason why we don't have parity. Which schedule we, some more away games, buddy. Well, well but I, I also Work agree. That. I also agree with with Nick Saban because I think with or without Nick Saban, when the when we shifted to all these networks and the SEC all of a sudden you know uh, has its own network and obviously they have a very loyal fan base. Same with the Big Ten. They had great deals. Even the ACC had a decent one. The Pac-12 and Big 12, Big 12 don't. So the values of the schools went co- are completely different than what it was in the in the '90s, so to speak, right? Um, and I think that would have happened regardless of Nick Saban being there. But I think when I was I was trying to make this point, I went back to when he was at uh, Toledo in the early '90s, and and I I went through the national champions, and I have 16 different national champions uh, that that happened in 15 years. Now, some of that was because we didn't have a, a 14 invitational and they didn't play each other. Right? 16 national champions in how long in 15 years. Oh wow. 16 claims to a national championship, like legit claims, not you, not the, uh, the, yeah. the UCF, which I think is legit, but uh, so not, not uh, Penn state 1994. No, that counts. Oh, okay. That well, counts. They weren't, they weren't crowned it. I mean, I think Nebraska won that year, but uh, they both went undefeated. Yes, but they didn't get a share of it. <laughs> they but didn't get AP or uh, that's or ridiculous. coaches. They were like number three <laughs> or number two in the nation when, when the final rankings. Number three going into that, I don't know. But okay, even if you took that out, it's um, still fourteen. And yes, yeah. Uh, but since two thousand six, all the way up to two thousand twenty-one, we have had uh, just uh, what is it? Two, four, six, eight national champions. And get this. This is what I think Nick Saban might be uh, talking about is only one not residing in the Southeast. And that is Ohio state. If you go back from 90 to 2005, yeah. outside of the Southeast, you have Colorado, Washington, Nebraska, Penn state, Michigan, uh, Oklahoma, 
uh, Ohio State, USC, and uh, uh, Texas is. I mean, I, I didn't have Texas in there, but I that, I guess that somewhat southeast. But um, what, what 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 do you think of those st- that statement, Patty C. That, well, that Nick Saban made? I, I'm looking at this too, and uh, you know maybe I'm missing one, but I'm just eyeballing it right now. Uh, aside from, and, and really it is regional Clemson is almost part of the sec. They're obviously not, but the, 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 the concentration of talent is down there right now. But beyond that, I'm looking back and the, obviously the sec had seven in a row, right? Before that, I can't find anything more than three in a row by the same conference in the entire history of college football. Well, And, and I mean, if you were to look at the teams that played in the national championship that, that lost much more diverse from 90 to 2005. Yeah, two thousand six to two thousand twenty one. On several occasions, the the uh, runner up was an SEC team too. It's like the same SEC team. Yeah, yeah. three uh, different times in the last ten years. Well, I mean, LSU was the runner up against Bama, then uh, Georgia, Georgia yeah. and then Bama was the runner up yeah. against Georgia. Yeah, like how and against much Clemson the same too. thing and against Clemson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the entire the entire uh, entirety of college football is concentrated in the southeast. I think that's bad. what he means, though, is spreading it out more. You know, geographically. Uh, well, well I think right now, like the Big Ten and SEC have just they're making so much more money off of these TV contracts, which basically trickles all the way down. No, I, so I don't see a solution. Like, no, I, I do, for, I do. It, well, a large playoff. For, I don't know <laughs> if that's this. I don't know if that's going to equal what you think it's going to be. I I definitely think it will improve it. A large playoff will definitely improve it because money comes from fan excitement. Yeah, and if if you know, I like I said, a man bartending here in LA for years, I would say like customers would come in and say, oh, you know, it's rigged against us. We don't have yeah. a shot. Well, I did some research on a twelve-team playoff over the course of the last eight years, which is the entirety of the college football playoff so far, and I want to say thirty-one percent of the bids uh, have gone to the SEC. Uh, using the top 12 at the end of the regular season or at the end of championship weekend, if you went to 12, then it would be 23% sec. So right away you have more diversity in the field, you know, and I just think, I mean, over a long term, I, I still think right when the playoffs, if you were to expand, it would still be a lot of the same teams for five years, 10 years. I don't know, but well, I think long term, yeah, the excitement level. For, I mean, there's and tons of money in LA. There's tons of money all over the country. It's certain. We've pockets. definitely talked yeah. about the problem in college football is becoming very regional. It's becoming almost like NASCAR to it. I mean, not that, not as as bad, not as far, but it's yeah. People on the West Coast don't really care. People in the Northeast don't care. You know, so yeah, I think college football, in order to grow and continue to be the the, the number two sport in America. It needs to become loved by the whole country, and one way to do that is a larger playoff. I don't know if that will result in more, you know, different national championships. But you're right; maybe big picture, maybe five, ten years down the road, it could. But initially, I don't see, you know, Oregon this year, you know, beating a couple teams or go, you know, winning three well, games in a row in the play, in a, a playoff well, if there was a playoff. This but the year irony is, Oregon actually went to the championship twice. <laughs> And lost yeah, right. <laughs> in the most recent uh, decade and a half. Yeah, I just uh, threw that name out there. But, but I, I can tell you this, man: California's got a shit ton of money. There's a shit ton of rich people. My I, my wife is always amazed at the amount of rich people. Uh, yeah. And and I, I I if you let excitement go around, if USC is making the playoff or if they UCLA is making the playoff, yeah. I know damn well there's a bunch of rich people that would say, hey, you know what? Let's invest in this. Yeah. And, and that would, that's how you grow your product. Uh, so right now there's kind of a ceiling on that. I mean, yes, you could say, okay, well they could w- win out and make the uh, sure. But the more chances you get, 
I think the more excitement that would come with the sport. Um, before we hop into this week's uh, picks, I also want to touch on this, guys. Um, I was, uh, if you've listened to our past episodes, I went through all the conferences now. Past week, I went through all of them. Uh, but remember, we went through the Big Ten and the SEC back to back away games and away games in general. So now I've gone through all of the Power Five. So I, I, I find this absolutely fucking hilarious. And I, I, maybe we're beating a dead horse, maybe not. I don't know. But I went through all of them over the past 10 years. You beat that dead horse. I will beat this fucking horse, man. Uh, <laughs> out of all the Power Five, guess who's played the least amount of away games? NC Nick. Alabama. Correct. <laughs> so so I, didn't, I didn't know that beforehand. <laughs> so so this is this is uh what a cool the least kidding. amount of away games. Alabama one, Notre Dame two, Florida really? three. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, because Notre Dame does these bullshit neutral site games. Yeah. Hey, we're playing Syracuse in New York City where no one's yeah. a Syracuse fan. We're playing Navy in you know San I mean? Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play Navy in San Diego or Jacksonville. Um so Notre Dame two. Florida three, Georgia four, A and M five, Ohio State six, LSU seven, Tennessee Jeez. eight, Oklahoma nine, Texas Jeez. ten, uh, Wisconsin eleven, Ole Miss twelve, Northwestern thirteen. Uh, Tricky, yeah. <laughs> reason why but Patty? There's Fitzgerald. a reason why he's got like four ten win seasons. He's, he's uh, catching on. <laughs> Maybe that Northwestern education is paying off a little bit. But I mean, uh, that is unbelievable to me because I just named like every team that's been. Relevant in college football lately. Yeah. Um, then you look at back to back away. Get this. Get this. <laughs> Oklahoma in in ten years has played one back to back away series. Wow. One, which is even more incredible. Stanford, considering they have nine conference games. Yes, that's even more incredible because of nine conference games. There's less wiggle room. Yes. To, yeah. Stanford, who also plays nine conference games, has played eighteen sets of back to back <laughs> away game. <laughs> Uh, Kliakov, are you listening? Yeah, I mean, you're, we're supposed to be at a level playing ground. People want to say that this is a level regular season. Yeah, bullshit. Oklahoma at one, it leads the the nation. Only one back to back away game in the past decade. What are they uh, doing that game? I, to, I gotta pull know? that up. I gotta pull that up again. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have it on hand, but I, I'll, I'll have it for next week. Georgia is second, right? Kind of funny. I think Oklahoma has three playoff bids. Georgia, I think, has three playoff bids, or maybe even four now. Um, LSU is third. Notre Dame is fourth. Fifth. Now this was a bit surprising. Number five, West Virginia. <laughs> really? Yeah. Six Ohio State. Seven uh, Alabama. Eight Nebraska. Nine Auburn. Well, they're all tied. Uh, Ten uh, Penn State. Eleven uh, Clemson. Uh, Twelve Tennessee. So, I, I mean, but that's every good team in college football. We have figured out this formula, and th- th- I, I just find this fascinating. And I find it fascinating that Clemson, in their national title run, has only played so that the the times that they've made the college football playoffs. Every single time they've made the college football playoff, they've only played one back-to-back away game, right? The years they haven't made it, they've played multiple. And, and the irony is, is Florida State played zero 
when they went. It was almost like the scheduling. It was like they bid behind closed irony, doors not and irony. said, "Hey, oh well, Clemson, let's let's move this so Clemson doesn't have to play them." And, and yeah, because they make the uh, the the conference schedule during the off season, leading up to the season. So they say. Who's got our best chance of uh, winning the right. uh, national Let's championship? Let's give them the easiest path because yeah. we want that money. Yeah, I exactly. mean, aren't those numbers fascinating, guys? Like eighteen back-to-back away games for Stanford. Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma's played one. Georgia's played three. And, and, and I mean, there's a lot other in the teens, guys. I can go one by well, one. And again, when when the entire season, both like. From a home game schedule standpoint and the conference manipulating the schedule to be back to back road, when all of those are pointing toward these same like 10 teams, you know, having this huge game at the end of the regular season, of course, that's what you're going to <laughs> identify as what college football is. You know, oh, it has to, it always, it's always Auburn, Alabama. That's the most <laughs> important game. No fucking shit. <laughs> so, well, and, and when you add in the fact of like, like USC, if anything, I've always hated USC. I gain a lot of respect for them because even with the COVID, you know, four game season, uh, which obviously these numbers would be way higher it, had they had they uh, had they not had that four games compared to the ACC and SEC playing ten. Uh, but USC, uh, you know, play has played thirteen more away games than Alabama. Also, USC thirteen back to back away games. That is double the amount of Alabama, more than double. That is that is uh, thirteen times more than Oklahoma. That is yeah. more than four times of what George is doing. And we wonder why they are well, no they've longer had relevant. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Larry Scott, for that. Because Larry Scott failed to realize what every other conference was doing, trying to protect their best teams. Yeah. True. True. But also USC just schedules aggressively as fuck. They've never yeah. they're the only school in the nation that doesn't have an FCS on their schedule in the next two years. I mean, they've never played an FCS. That's that's true as of right now for Notre Dame and UCLA, but Notre Dame and UCLA over the next in the next a year two from years, yeah. yeah I think two years from now have uh, ha- they have them USC yeah. does not I just find those numbers fucking it, it was almost like you're just so if you just pull up those numbers if you didn't know college football you'd say huh well look at these numbers you know uh, you would think oh those teams w- it makes sense that they've won it all yeah. <laughs> they haven't gone on the fucking road. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think it's a quinky dink. <laughs> a quinky dink. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, you want to give the Pac 12 and Larry Scott credit for saying, okay, you're scheduling, scheduling aggressively, yada, yada. There's part of me that thinks that he's just so focused on the short term money. He's like, we need to fill these stadiums. We can't play no, but bad. USC's, teams. Uh, I've gone back through history, man. USC was crazy as shit, always. Before yeah. Larry Scott, when they were winning national championships in like the 70s and 80s, and even. Uh, well, not the eighties, but uh, even the 2003 and 2005 team hyper aggressive. Oh my God. They, 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 they yeah. went out and scheduled like a fucking NFL team, dude. Like, I love it. I um, love it. Yeah. As a guy that hates USC, it kind of made me uh, respect them a bit. But anyway, I, I just had to get those numbers out to you, get them to the people <laughs> hot off the presses. And you'll see what a sham a 14 invitational is. And and the, what the regular season, the most valuable regular season, my ass. All right. Um, look, before we hop into our draft, I need to tell you, I need to just get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. Do the LeBron chalk. <laughs> All right. Um, make sure to get down on uh, win bets, $50 uh, bet, $50 to win 200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you 
to win up to $200 in free bets. Plus the win bet casino is offering a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. You can win a golf trip to, to the win Las Vegas PGA championship, bet a hundred dollars on golf this week and enter uh, to win a golf trip to the win Las Vegas. Uh, there's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N Bet.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Yes, Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there if I had to bet, but I mean, because I use it for mine, it is a game changing product, unlike anything else I've seen in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper by playing the new over under game. It's really well, super simple, uh, but really awesome at the same time. First in any sport, choose two or more players you like, uh, whether, uh, uh, and you know, they'll have their stat projections. You choose the over the under perfect example being points in the basketball game tonight or hits on, on the, on the, on the diamond. Um, then choose the amount of money you want to enter to win the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win up to anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. I mean, how about that? Uh, it's, it's really awesome. The main reason I am, I'm really excited about over under on sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest. You can like, you can schedule, Hey, you want to talk some shit? Hey, uh, let's, let's, uh, you're sitting there watching a game with your buddy. Let's play some bet on it. Have some competition going on. I like it. Yeah, exactly. So um, this is like, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Sleepers kind of like it's uh Sleepers, uh, fantasy football players who uh, a particular site or expert believes are going to produce better fantasy results. Uh, so it kind of relies on the experts to to dictate it to it's, an extent. It's fantastic, man. You could I, you could be like, hey, you know, I think uh, you know, I don't know, uh, Lamar Jackson's going to run for thirty five yards this week, over thirty five yards, and I'll say, no, I think he's going to have under. Well, you know, Colby D giving you, got you a, some little shit talk going on, so. Uh, on your mobile phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com. Uh, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. All right, folks, NC Nick, you are on the clock week five college football. We can't wait. Let's just cue it, right. cue it up. <laughs> Well, first, uh, I'd say that overall, it's a very deep week of games. Kind of light up top, though. I don't know if there's any one glaring, obvious choice, but I'm going to take you to uh, the rematch of a blowout Big Ten championship game a year ago. Mm, yes, Michigan won 42 to 3 over Iowa in Indianapolis. <laughs> but this game's in Iowa City, boys. Mm. And that's different. It's a different story. Do not expect a similar result. Uh, I was one of the last four games against Michigan in Iowa city. And let me run, uh, rattle these scores off 14 to 13, 24, 21, 24, 16, 30 to 28 uh-huh. Iowa football, one score games. It's a great matchup. Uh, last time it wasn't a one score game in Iowa city was 1994. I, t- I, t- I, wow. th- I think I told you guys this, that is one. Of, that's why having a large playoff with games on campus, this would be a very hard win for anyone in the country, anyone in the country. That is a very hard place. The w- it's windy. It's cold. It, it's just, it's perfect for, for football. If anything, I'm, I, I would wish this game would happen later in the year. That's it. 
Yeah, that'd be nice. It's and it's, I'll tell you, M- Michigan has a. They should be four and zero entering this game because their schedule is laughably easy coming into this. They have all at home: Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, and Maryland. <laughs> once again, once again, it's a Ponzi scheme. College. What are you doing over there, Harbaugh? Come college on, Harbaugh. football is a fucking Ponzi scheme, man. <laughs> and and the top stay at the top for one fucking reason: <laughs> scheduling. Um, Maryland can hardly be considered a power five. That, that's almost five group of five or four. Well, that, group that's of five another teams. thing though, that, that teams like that will actually get better. Like Maryland and Indiana and Rutgers or, or uh, you know, uh, Miss, Mississippi or Mississippi state. When you go to the pods and give them a different alignment of having to go through the gauntlet, they might really be able to rise up. I mean, certainly Maryland, like not, imagine Maryland, not ha- having certain years where they don't play Ohio state and Michigan and, 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 and Penn, Penn state. state. <laughs> Oh, they'll definitely well, improve because of that. Let me ask y'all: Was this your number one? Also, do you it, agree? Do you it was disagree? number one for me, we, just because I think that's one of the best home field. And I mean, look at the last time. I feel like if you were to pull up the last time top ten teams went into Iowa City, I would be very surprised um, over the past decade if they have a winning record because I, I don't think they do. Top ten or top twenty, whatever. Um, uh, we saw it when Ohio State went in there a couple of years ago. I think they were number one. They got the tar kicked out of them. Um, we saw it with Michigan, like you said, past couple of times they've come in there. Uh eight straight in I in Iowa against I, Michigan that have been one score games. Yeah, I want to yep. say I want to say they bit Penn State one year when they were top ten. Uh yeah, so that was that was my number one game. Um, so there we go. At least we agree on something tonight. <laughs> there you go. Uh Michigan at Iowa. NC Nick, first pick in the draft there. Then it goes to myself. Let's go. Folks, uh, this was maybe the game of the year last year. Ooh, true. It was an inch away from sending the mullet to the to the to the invitational. <laughs> I am taking you. Big Twelve Colby is here. Oklahoma State at Baylor in Waco. Chance for some revenge. Another championship game rematch. Yeah, and this nice. one was much better than the Michigan Iowa one. But yep, I, I think I was just so much better at home. Uh, then that's what I hate about that big 10 championship too, is like on that turf, it doesn't favor like Iowa and Wisconsin. It takes away their strength. Yeah. You know, these teams have spent the entire season playing outside. You catering their brand of football to a certain like style. And then in the championship game, Nope, you're going to play a completely different style of football. Yeah. Um, So uh, Oklahoma state at Baylor. What do you think Patty C? Of course. I mean, uh, I got to take a quick peek. Uh, Baylor's got a couple tough games uh, on the schedule: a road trip to BYU and a road trip to Iowa State. Prior to that game, uh, Oklahoma State should be three and zero, assuming they're able to get past Arizona State at home, which is uh, a big if. But um, I mean, the the stakes have been high in this game. Both these 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 two teams are probably the best two teams that are going to be left in the. Uh, Big Twelve after Texas and Oklahoma leave. I mean, really after Oklahoma, Oklahoma leaves, because Texas is not even close. Tell me why? Tell me why they aren't going to be the best two teams this year. That's true. The yeah, last they were the year. best two teams last year. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it, it's it's a definitely a relevant game on the outcome of the uh, the season. And, 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 and by the way, just so you know, folks, uh, Oklahoma's played forty five away games the past ten years. Oklahoma State fifty two. Oklahoma State's played nine back to back away. Oklahoma one. If anything, Mike Gundy, I think. I think when you rattle off shit like that, I'm like, he's better than Lincoln Riley. Like I get it. His track record wasn't that great, but you have to go through a harder fucking gauntlet. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, continue, uh, continue on. McLean Nick. Stadium rated the number two I saw recently. Uh, stadium to play in in the Big Twelve ahead of Daryl K. Royal Stadium in Texas. So big game atmosphere. I've been to both. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I haven't been. I went to Oklahoma State's. Uh, but I was going to say, I actually kind of like Oklahoma State's better than Texas. Than Texas. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Waco is supposedly even better than both of them. So we maybe go. we got to make a trip. When we went to Texas, it was a freaking monsoon. That's true, but <laughs> so, little detail. But little hey, detail. but but you, you, we we came there, you know, thinking, hey, we'll root for Texas for this home game. Yeah. Even though that's filthy. Uh, but but we you know wasn't as bad ten years ago. We cha- we changed horses midstream though because the coolest people. The coolest people were those K State fans. They were like, totally they, agree. Yeah, they they stole the show in, in Austin. Uh, but I, I mean, how about that? By the way, we got t- uh, Alabama and Texas happening at at noon apparently, which is eleven a.m. their time, and everyone's super pissed off about it at Texas and Alabama. How, what'd you what'd you make of that? Did you catch that? Uh, so Fox owns this game because they own the Big Twelve home games. Yeah. So they're putting it on right after the big noon kickoff. Yeah. And uh, the fans are outraged. Texas fans are <laughs> outraged, and Bama fans are outraged. Huh? I find it hilarious. Welcome to bad time slots, uh, Texas. And yeah, Alabama. You, you got that Indiana Minnesota time slot. How does it feel? <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, Nick. What do you make of OK State Baylor? That's a great game, and you know some people might forget they actually played twice last year. This was a rematch last year. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma State won twenty four fourteen in Stillwater. Baylor got revenge. From that game, so now it's Oklahoma State helping the rivalry, helping the rivalry. Exactly. So <laughs> no, I think both teams should be very good again this year, and they'll be in the running for the Big Twelve again. I mean, Oklahoma, there's the coaching turnover, obviously. Texas is Texas. Why can't these two teams again play in the Big Twelve championship game? Exactly. Exactly. There we go, Patty C. <laughs> Let's take a little gander here. Oh boy. I guess, I guess I'm going to, I mean, there's two, there's two in the sec that are very tempting. Um, one in the ACC. That's also tempting, but I think we'll there's get to that three one. in the sec that are interesting. Right? Three, three are interesting yeah. Two that are both. Uh, I, I guess only one with powerhouse programs. And that's, uh, that's the one I'm going to go with. It's a game. That's amazing. Every single year we're going to the plains. For LSU versus Auburn. Ooh, LSU Ooh. at Auburn. Okay. You know why? You know why this game's interesting. I mean, everyone. You know, I was asked this question yesterday on the shows. Who, who do I have in the SEC? Who do I have finishing last in the SEC West? And I said Auburn, without a doubt. But I, you can make a case since they start their first five or six games at home this year that Harson might be undefeated here, and he has a chance to shut up. He's. I feel sorry for Brian Harson in a way. Not not too sorry because I know he's getting paid a ton of money, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think he got a fair chance. Was and he banging that cheerleader? No, all that shit was fake. That's what I'm saying. It was a smear campaign by their alumni to try to get him out of there because they want Hugh Freeze for him that he was banging her because she was pretty slamming. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's <laughs> fucked up though, man. He's yeah. a married man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that is that's really fucked up. And uh, so th- so I mean they they want him out. But what happens if you know he starts out five and zero? <laughs> it makes it mighty hard to uh, to fire him, it especially does. if he wins this game here. Nick, your thoughts on LSU at Auburn? Well, I, I do have two other SEC games ranked higher, but it's a top ten matchup. 
And for me, I think LSU is going to be one of the more interesting teams to watch this year. I put them up right up there with uh, like USC. I want to see what Brian Kelly does, you know, down there. Uh, and uh, you know, LSU also starts off with four straight home games. So this is really the They're first. They're going to both you know, be undefeated for this test. game. I don't know. Penn State might win at Auburn. Penn State dude. might go to Auburn. And I don't win. have that much yeah. faith in Zach Calzada. All right, <laughs> Florida State probably isn't going to knock off LSU. So. Uh, it, it is a big game, and look, Auburn's won the last two, and Auburn always plays them tough. Even when LSU won the national championship, yeah. they only beat Auburn by three at home. So these are good games every year. This is what's hilarious about them wanting Brian Harson out. They hadn't won in Baton Rouge in twenty years, over twenty years, and Harson year one wins in Baton Rouge. Yeah. And then really should have beat Nick Saban. Went to like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, like you should sit there and be <laughs> like, hey, this guy's pretty fucking good. No, no. Instead, they're 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 coming up with uh, crazy things to get the guy fired. You know what it is? It's Southern wants to be Southern. They know? want Hugh Freeze. They're like, this is a guy. <laughs> they do not want to be on church Idaho. on Sunday morning and at the strip club Sunday night. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. LSU Auburn though is always good, man. These games have been really fucking fun over the past. I don't know, my whole life. Um, so yeah, LSU at Auburn. There we go. NC Nick, you. We'll stay in the SEC for my top ranked SEC game, and that is Texas AM at Mississippi State. Last year, AM, uh, I'm sorry, Mississippi State won in College Station 26 to 22. Since the Aggies have joined the Big 12, the series is five and five. Uh, you know, I mentioned that game last year. Will Rogers threw for over 400 uh, compared to Zach Calzada, you just mentioned him, <laughs> who uh, only threw for a buck 35. So, there's your winner, you know. AM's uh, gonna lose this game. These games have been fun every year. Yeah. Uh, I expect another, you know, tight contest. Uh Stark Vegas. That's tough, tough place to play. What do you think? Upset? Yes. I mean, I actually think, look, Jimbo Fisher, $75 million man. I think he's one of the most overrated coaches in America. I think he got gifted by not having a playoff uh with the 2014 Florida State team. Uh and to me, like, yeah, do I think he's good? He's a, yes, he's a good football coach, but is he worth that much money? I would disagree. <laughs> um, so he the can, question is who who's who's worth it that they can get. Well, he had like the same record as Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin's coaching the USFL right That's now. That's true. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he is a good football coach, but can he go do like a some no name program and rebuild it? Or or what I'm getting at is like who who can't have some level of success at Texas A&M right now? Yeah, yeah. He's marginally better than like a good coach. I think he's a a, a very good coach, but I don't think he. I don't know. I don't even know if I'd give him very good. I yeah, think he's I, a good coach. I don't coach. think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say like, solid. He's a solid. Yeah, coach. he's a, he's a, he's he's like a a B, right? Yeah, a B. Uh, I love this matchup. And by the way. You better believe the cowbells will be rocking. Do we still have the cowbell in the studio? We don't right now. But uh, hail state, hail state over fun here. Game to go to, man. This would be a great game to go to, and 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 I'm calling for the I'm calling for the win here. Mississippi State beats A and M. What do you think their respective records will be coming into this? A and M goes uh, hosts their first three games, and then has the neutral site in Arlington. But but A and M's games are like what? It's like Sam, Sam Houston, Houston, App State, and then Miami, Miami. and Arkansas. The, the, Oh, I think I think they might lose to Arkansas. The three and one for uh, A and yeah. and then Mississippi State, Memphis at home, at Arizona, at LSU, and then Bowling Green. Probably three and one. Okay. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. 
Gotta love how many times you see Akron and Bowling Green on the schedules here. Um, I, like, I mean, if both teams are three and one, it's a big game early yeah, on to stay alive in the SEC West. Really? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, all right. Well, uh, back on the clock. Your boy Dundee here. Um, hmm. This is where it gets. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to pulled pork Pittman. He played yeah. him tough. He played him tough in Tuscaloosa last year. Yeah, yeah. Alabama heading to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, look, if P- Paul Pork Pittman, what did I say? I, I recited the stat. I feel like every episode, one of eight teams in the nation that brings back their quarterback, their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator, and their head coach. Continuity. Is I huge. know Alabama's loaded with Will Anderson and Ed Bryce Young back, but maybe the pulled pork gets to old to old Saban. You know. <laughs> how was this game last year, and how has it been trending? Um, well, no, I think up. two years ago Arkansas got their ass whooped in Pittman's first year, but uh, I think I think last year it's pretty decent. Let me uh, let me get a, a hold on that. That was uh, 42-35, one score game in Bryant Denny Stadium. Uh, yeah, buddy. So in Tuscaloosa, they're they're only one score away. Uh, let's see what happens in Fayetteville. If Arkansas has got something else up their sleeve, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, uh, I just think pulled pork Pittman's building something. Yeah, I mean, obviously his forte has been in the trenches. He brought in an offensive coordinator that can throw the ball around. That's smart. You know, get get the best of both worlds. Um, whether or not their, their their talent level has risen to the level of Alabama's, obviously it hasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say no, it has not. <laughs> but maybe with continuity and you know Alabama losing some players, uh, but but then bringing back Bryce Young, maybe maybe he has a Tua situation. If he's hobbled at all for this game, then maybe Arkansas has got a chance. Even 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 and even in Fayetteville, I think they have a chance. You know. Um, well. Couple couple of things here, guys. And I broke off there for a second, so hopefully I'm not repeating anything. But you're right. The game last year in Tuscaloosa was a ball game, 42-35. But uh, you mentioned Bryce Young. He threw for uh 559 yards and five touchdowns mm, in that mm, game. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Bama we get, has maybe we get some rain. <laughs> <laughs> Bama's won 14 in a row. Mm. It was uh, 2006 when Houston Nutt beat Mike Shula 24 to 23. <laughs> Darren McFadden had a big game for the Razorbacks. Uh, yeah, you know, so though, Saban's undefeated again. Yeah, but Arkansas. Saban was so close. One of those years, Petrino almost got him. It was like 14 13 or 17 16. I remember watching it. I feel like Bielema almost got Maybe him. Maybe it was Bielema. I don't yeah. know. I feel like one of those years, he barely escaped with a dub. Yeah. And last thing, guys, I think this is crucial. The week before Arkansas is at A and M, the week before Bama is home to Vandy. <laughs> really? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, uh, Bama, Bama wins by thirty. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, was that planned? Or was this uh, another Kawinky uh, Dink? Kawinky <laughs> <laughs> Dink. I do think that. Uh, I don't know. I can't. We can't be that big of conspiracy theorists. But oh, I can. When it comes to fucking college football, are you fucking kidding me? Alabama's road games are. Uh, <laughs> Haven't we seen? Whether it was police officers uh, were dealing out the money to the players, it wasn't at Alabama. I believe it was at another school. But my point is, is oh, your conspiracies. I would say more often with college football, th- they're pretty right. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, that, that's the <laughs> you're talking about the uh, the high school football yeah, in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the police officers pulling them over and then they'd be, they'd pay them. <laughs> yeah, here's a bag. Of yeah, cash. what the <laughs> fuck? 
I mean, by the had- way, I think that's uh, Kelly Bundy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think that's the whole uh, quinky dink line. But yeah, uh, okay. yeah, okay. That, that'll be the last time I say that today. <laughs> I used it earlier in the episode. Col- Colby's, uh, you know, he's he's a little rusty on his uh, married with children. Look, a Harbaugh, Harbaugh over here. You know, he doesn't have time for married with children. All right, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that puts uh, Patty C. Look, I'm going way down this list here that Colby has provided us of games, and I am taking us to Eugene, Oregon. Where these games are tricky too, man. These That's games right. are tricky. The Stanford Cardinal. I don't think your average college football fan realizes the thorn that is Stanford. Yeah. For 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 USC and for Oregon. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, I feel like I, I need to double check this. I'm going to pull it up real quick. But uh, Stanford, at least in Palo Alto, has been a massive thorn in. Oregon side. I'll tell you right now, they beat Oregon in overtime last year in Palo Alto, and they've also won four of the last six games versus the Ducks. Well, and we saw this against when we went through USC. Stanford fucks up USC, and they fuck up Oregon, and even like I think they're even tough on Washington. Now Stanford will get like they get like rolled by Colorado or something, yeah. but I mean they they seem to just have have it out for those programs and they give them a, a fit. I feel like every fucking time they play. And I, I, I feel like if you were to ask the average college football fan, this would probably be back at like 15. Yeah. They don't realize that this is actually a really, and these games have been fantastic. Look at this. I mean, uh, what two overtime games in the, out of the past five. Now there are some blowouts and there was a 49, seven win uh, that happened in 17 by, by uh, Stanford. Well, yeah. Damn. Even Stanford still. won 49 to 17 <laughs> in Stanford 2017 has shellacked them several times. Uh, you know, you would think that Oregon would be winning close because since they're so talented, but that's not necessarily the case. Stanford has put it on Oregon several times. Oregon needs this. You know, Eugene's going to be lit. This is probably one of the games that's going to knock Oregon out of the playoff. And, again. and by the way, Stanford, I'm seeing projections. Tanner McKee might be a top 15 draft pick next year. Keep an eye out on. Yeah, uh, let's just say Stanford is going to be better than their three and nine record from a year ago. Oh, now and, and one, by the, one go. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. And by the way, if you look at Stanford's with their eighteen back to back away games compared you be, to you one, you beat me to it, dude. If you look back, first off, the most I could find was like Boston College had a three game road stretch. The ACC gave them three away games. I think it happened to Kansas too, right? Well, Stanford got dealt four back-to-back away games within the Pac-12 mm. in that stretch. Yeah, four straight games. Just no wow. love. Four well, straight games on the. They spent a month on the fucking road. <laughs> so, so maybe you're not going to beat me to the punch. This game is the second of a back-to-back for Stanford. The week before, they're at Washington. Now they're at Oregon. Mm. Yeah, they don't fuck around, man. Uh, like they might play on a farm with thirty people there, but fuck, man, I I respect them. You know what I mean? Like go on the road and get it done. Uh, it, three and three though in their last uh, six trips to uh, Eugene. So no gimme solid. here for the Ducks. Hey, I like it. I like it. All right, NC Nick. Thank you all for not taking it. Let's get the fuck out of the West coast and come back to good old <laughs> ACC country, NC state at Clemson, possibly the battle of the best teams in the Atlantic. 
I think that I think I, I I don't know this to be fact yet because they they're I think uh, Memorial Day we'll have our number numbers drop, but I think there's the two odds on favorite. To, I think NC State is going to be the favorite to win the ACC. If not, it's going to be Clemson. Wow. It, so those are the top two teams, I think. To well, the, it, well, NC State has never won the Atlantic, and if they're going to do it, maybe this is the year, especially because there might be not the be year. an Atlantic <laughs> <laughs> after this year. <laughs> but uh, they did last beat Clemson. Uh, sorry, they did beat Clemson in Raleigh in overtime last year. Uh, you know, but obviously they lost to Wake Forest, so they didn't make the uh, ACC championship game. But classic uh, NC State, yeah. classic yeah. NC State. Uh, you, right. you, you're, this is that was your year, man. Get over yeah. the big yeah. hurdle and then stub your toe on a, uh, on a uh, rock. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> but Devin Leary is coming back. They had a bunch of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to be really good this year. Uh, before the win over, over Clemson last year, Clemson had won eight in a row. And you have to go back all the way to 2002, the last time they won at Clemson. Well, and that uh, was Philip uh, Rivers over <laughs> Charlie Whitehurst. No, oh, they, Jesus. One of the years That's that right. Clemson went to the national championship, I think it was the year they even won the national championship. If not that, then they went to the national championship. NC State's kicker missed three yeah. fucking field goals, two before in regulation, and then one in overtime. NC right. State should have won that game at Clemson. They just did the classic NC State move. Yeah. Well, so. if you remember the game last year, NC State's kicker missed a field goal at the buzzer. Now, thankfully, they won in overtime, <laughs> but it almost happened again. That's what I mean by this program. That's yes, what I mean I by agree. this program. This program is the ultimate, you know, I don't know, Detroit Lions of the ACC or well, something. No, you know, like they're they're Clemson. Before Dabo took over, yeah, yeah. that's true. Because it was true. called Clemsoning. Yeah, now it true. might as well be called NC Stating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think you're playing this at the right spot. Look, you know, I hate, I love to hate on the ACC, but not, not here. I think it's actually, uh, you know, right in this mix. I think you could even argue it better than Alabama, Arkansas, or Stanford, Oregon. Um, I think it's right on par with those. So, uh, yeah, what do you make of this game, Patty C? Uh, I just need to see it again from NC State to make sure they're there. You know, we, I assume Clemson will rebound. Um, I don't know that they'll be a ton better than they were last year or any better, but uh, NC State has to. You know, what were they nine and three last year? Yeah, thereabouts. I would project them back at seven and five again if I had to guess <laughs> without looking at their schedule. Maybe eight and four. I don't know if they were one of our locks. I think me and Nick's at least uh, yes, on the over yes. win totals uh, last year, and that hit. It'll be interesting nice. to see what the win total is this year with the target on them a little bit. I think. Let me see who they got coming into this game at ECU. That's a dangerous one. Uh, that a dangerous one, or that's that's, <laughs> that's uh, an L. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do but, I do I need do I need to give the fans what they want? Give me all those fives, baby. Uh, Meanwhile, NC State then uh, hosting Charleston Southern, Texas Tech, which is dangerous even at home, and then UConn. Should they be able to get by ECU four and four and zero? Even if not, you know they haven't played a conference game. Their first conference game of the season is potentially for the conference, the division crown. Watch out, Wake is still there with Sam Hartman. That's no, right. You can't Hartman sleep Watch out, watch out for Hartman for Heisman, baby. Here's a little nugget here. Be the week before Clemson goes to Wake Forest and then comes to NC State, maybe they blow their wad on Cle- Wake Forest. I doubt that's going to be the case for Clemson. Clemson fucks up Wake Forest, though, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. feel like those games are brutal. This year is different. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully that's what we're telling ourselves. 
All right. Uh, so let's uh, hop over. Goes to your boy Dundee. And uh, man, am I gonna? I almost want to go ACC here, but I'm not. <laughs> it's 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 between ACC, Pac-12. There's or, a drop off here. I think this game could be very interesting. It's Friday night. It's prime time. Low, well, I mean, there's a couple games on Friday. Uh, Washington at UCLA. Look, I don't understand what the fuck happened with uh, what's my man's name, the, the the coach at Washington that got fired. Not Dickert. No, no. Uh, uh, I don't know. He was their DC forever with uh, Peterson. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. That tells you all you, that tells you all you need to know. He's very forgettable. (laughs) Well, his stint in Seattle, but he had play. He had like two corners go in the first, like 40 picks of the draft. They had some other players go and I'm like, how are they that bad last year? Jimmy lane, Jimmy, Jimmy Lake, Lake. Jimmy Lake. Lake. There you go. So I actually think Carnell Lake. (laughs) <laughs> great, great, great point. He went to UCLA yeah. actually, so this, uh, that's relevant. Um, look, Lake Dawson. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> to tie that one, yeah, yeah. tie that one. Like he went to Notre Dame, Dame, and Notre Dame plays uh, uh, yeah, UCLA yeah. every so often. Uh, uh, <laughs> nice. Close enough. Look, look. Um, I think Washington's a lot more talented on their roster than their performance last year, and I think DeBauer coming in and he he had his Michael Penix coming in. DeBauer was really good with Michael Penix at Indiana. And I think UCLA returning Dorian Thompson Robinson, everyone is getting, giving USC the spotlight. I think, I think, uh, you know, this is anyone's conference this year. I, someone asked me this question on last night's show is you, is USC just going to walk away with the PAC 12? I said, no, 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 they got to play no. at Utah. They got to play. I mean, at U, UCLA, it's cross town, but I'm saying, I think Utah, UCLA, uh, USC, Washington and Oregon, you know, will all be in that mix for because they're going this year. Clavicaw said no, not no North South. Uh, whoever wins that, it, it's anyone's game. Gotta say, it makes the Pac-12 more compelling. Yes, it does. So uh, uh, I, I think this is a good game, and I think this is a key game. I well, think it's a very well, important game here. What was that you said about it? Was it DeBauer and, and Penix? Yeah, oh. he was at Indiana as the OC. The great year that Penix had, and then DeBauer yeah. went, went to, to Fresno. Fresno. Okay. And now he's I, and, and by the way, he had a great year at, at Fresno with Hayner. So yeah. the guy can coach quarterbacks. If you ask me, like you know, three new head coaches in new places, like who are the more interesting to watch this year? I th- I say it's USC, LSU, and Washington because mm. I'm very interested to see what DeBauer does with that offense there. I think he can do big things. Yeah, because we know the defense is good. I mean, the lakes had that defense playing good ball for, for a while. I mean, I know lakes not there, but the talent should be there for them to still be good defensively. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Did Kalen DeBauer play against UCLA last year? Did he coach against them? He beat UCLA in the Rose bowl at Fresno. Who's more talented. Do you think Fresno or Washington? Uh, (laughs) I would say Washington by a lot. Yeah. And and last year, UCLA only won 24, 17 in Seattle, which was the first time they played in the chip Kelly uh, era. Yeah, it's a great game. Friday night, th- th- good job by college football not giving us. Uh, yeah, you know they could have gave us like you know uh, I don't know another pack twelve like Arizona and and yeah. Oregon or S- Syracuse and Duke. This one is is a good game. This is yeah. like a, a I think 
And it would have got, it might've got lost in the luster on Saturday, but I think it's still yeah. like a very good game as we're taking it in the top 10 here. So Definitely Washington, UCLA. well played. Both these teams could be in contention at the end of the season for Pac 12 championship. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Patty C. Oh, well, if you're going to leave it open for me, buddy, I'm going to take it and you uh, take it. Be you buddy. And uh, NC Nick, I know this is in your territory, but it's a team that you don't have much love for. So I will take it. So you don't have to, what a gentleman I am. Uh, Virginia tech traveling to Chapel Hill to play the Tar Heels in North Carolina. Brent Pry is this potentially his first, uh, first big game on the old docket here. Uh, let, let me take uh, check real quick. What Virginia tech has coming into this uh, at ODU. Dangerous home, home against Boston Dangerous. home against Wofford and uh, home against West Virginia, potentially, potentially four and O for the Hokies. If Brent, Brent pride comes out hot. Meanwhile, North Carolina also has some dangerous games up top. Both could be undefeated, but both could have some losses either way. A super relevant game in the last year of the ACC. Is this one you, you would like to see played? Like, is this one that you, you, you would say, Hey, give Virginia tech this game every year. It's close. It's close. I mean, if I had to decide, I, I don't really see it. I don't see it as like I don't, a budding I mean, rivalry. I, I would, I would like to see them have West Virginia every year, even though I know they're not in the conference. Uh, then uh, Virginia. Oh, of course, I would rather have and West then, Virginia, but like Virginia Tech is in Southern Virginia. North Carolina is what in Central. Well, Carol- I'm sure they would. I mean, well, they used to prefer to play North East Carolina, but East Carolina beat them so many times they stopped scheduling. Um, so <laughs> gotta throw that one in there. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know. What do you what do you uh, what do you make of this one, Nick? Uh, I, you know me, I'm I'm the ACC guy, but I actually had a couple of games higher. Uh, Virginia Tech won seventeen ten last year in that ugly opener, but I do want to see what UNC looks like, you know, without Sam Howell, and I want to see what Virginia Tech looks like under Coach Pry. So that alone, there's a lot of intrigue. It should be an interesting game. So yeah, sign me up, man. It's a good game. Any chance uh, uh, Notre Dame? delivers a body blow in chapel Hill the week before yes. all those big linemen. Yeah, sure. Definitely to the benefit of tech there for sure. And Def- you know, coach Pry is going to want to play a physical brand of football. So two tough physical games in a row could be tough on the old tar heels on that fairy blue. They're not used to the multiple body punches in a row. <laughs> that baby blue. <laughs> all right. Well, look, uh, next up will be NC Nick. But before we get to that, first off, Patty C, do you think you could actually get up and grab me a cold one? I was just thinking the same thing. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I'm going to grab you. you I'm going to get us paid too. Thank you. There you go. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by athletic greens and their AG one supplement. So you're probably wondering, Hey Colby, what the hell are you talking about? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. The special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all those things. And it costs less than $3 a day. So what are you doing? All right. Start investing in your health. I guarantee you it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG one supports better sleep quality and recovery uh, and athletic greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Yes, Athletic Greens. You got to check that out. Um, all right, guys. NC Nick, uh, it is on you. All right, back on me. Well, you guys know I love weekday games, and we got a dandy Thursday night. Finally, I mean, it's only one game Thursday, but college football is taking back Thursday night. Last week, we had two good games, we got a great game. Utah State at BYU. Don't sleep on this. This is the 91st matchup between these schools. Uh, BYU 50, 37, and three in their favor. And they won the last two, including in Logan last year. But uh, look, you got a 10 win team versus an 11 team, uh, 11 win team a season ago. And it's Thursday night by itself. And it's an interstate rivalry. And it's a rivalry. Yeah. I mean, this is. Look, I, I made this case last night when someone asked me what would I do if I was commissioner of college football, and I said, "Okay, Tuesdays MAC games all year, not just in November, right?" I said, "Wednesday Sun Belt games." I Love said, it. "Thursday, I want Power Five second tier rivalries, right? Or or not even Power Five, just FBS second tier rivalries on Thursdays all year, right? All college football season mixed in with some FCS games." And then Friday, I want your, your token conference games that, you know, like, like we said, UCLA, Washington. I don't, I mean, I know that they, some might say that's a rivalry doesn't really register to me. So you can put that on a Friday, but give me the West Virginia, Virginia tech Thursday. Give me the pit West Virginia Thursday, which actually is happening. Both those games are happening this year. And it's, this one is another one, Utah state BYU. Give me that on a Thursday. You're right. Yes. It should be featured every yes. Thursday because college football Thursday. sells itself short. Yeah, you know, uh, this lost in the luster is some of these really good rivalries. There's too many games on on Saturday. There's no way you can watch them all. That's what I'm saying, though. So if you just do it every single week, uh, give us rivalry Thursday. Yeah, and 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 really sell like college it. football in the experience. Put Iowa, Iowa State. I'm going to say Thursday. move Iowa, Iowa State to Thursday. Look at Colby D putting his uh, marketing cap on here, there guys. Impressive. And look, college football. Greg Sankey, I understand you're like the commissioner. <laughs> give me a phone call. I might say so. I might have to give you a little bit of a hard time slash tell you you're a fucking genius for some of your scheduling maneuvers. <laughs> but after a few margaritas, I'm sure we'll be seeing eye to eye. All right. What's an hey, S? Uh, sorry, go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Uh, one more thing on this game, guys. You know, expansion kills rivalries, and. Uh, BYU has suspended this series moving forward as they go into the Big 12. They mentioned they they do want to schedule some games at some point in the future, but well, this it, is it, the last game on the docket. At well, least that, it's tough because they're going to prolong the like starting next year. They had to choose which rivalry do they prolong the Utah right. one or the Utah State one, right? Because they're going to have a nine game conference schedule, right. right? And so then you add Utah, that's ten. If you add Utah State, that's a really good. <laughs> That's tough. That's Great schedule. Really good. Uh, but I think it, it, that adds more intrigue to this game. That's you know? true. And I think, come on, Utah State being the little brother of this matchup, you I, know they want to win this last one because they're not going to get another chance for at least a couple years or who knows. Yeah. You know what's crazy about this too that I didn't realize that this is my blind spot in college football. You know, I I didn't even know Utah State really as a program very very well until a few years ago. Not gonna lie. Um, Utah and Utah state have played 90 times Utah and uh, Merlin Olsen went to Utah state rather Utah and uh, Utah state and BYU 90 
BYU and Utah only 95. So very close. And you know what? This series is actually closer from a wins and losses per, uh, percentage. Uh, BYU has only beaten Utah 35% of the time, but they've beaten Utah State only 57% of the time. So this is kind of like their best rivalry. Yeah, that's maybe that's why they're getting rid of it. They say, fuck this. Yeah, we're not getting enough love from this. Utah gives us the uh, the cred. I'll, I'll say this too. Credit to uh, credit to the state of uh, Utah. I know they lost Dixie State. A kind of tongue in cheek credit here. They didn't lose them. Yeah, they changed it. <laughs> but are they the first team to have a FBS Tech or F- first state to have an SBS Tech uh, state and uh, just regular university? Utah, Utah State, Utah. And then Tech. you had a BYU and BYU Weber has, State. Weber State also. But what I'm saying, damn, is, they're good for football. Southern Utah Thunderbirds. No, too. no one else oh, has uh, Texas State, Texas, Texas Tech. Oh, Texas, Texas State. That's Texas true. has like 40 colleges yeah, in the FBS <laughs> alone. Uh, and let's face it, I mean, Dixie State. Like when they first came on the map in college basketball, I was wondering where they were because you don't think of Utah as Dixie. No. I, I drove past their 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 campus, so I knew. But but is it nice? Is it beautiful? I mean, I, I, it's right off the freeway. So it looks, okay. yeah, it's right by Zion. It's not far from Zion national park. So, um, but I'll say this, if you are just trying to establish yourself, Dixie state makes way more sense than, than Utah tech, Utah tech's going to get lost. People remember Dixie state. Yeah. Come on, come on guys. Talk to me. Dixie uh, state. Uh, hey, Greg Sankey. Dixie sta- in, in today's PC culture, I'm not sure if Dixie state flies. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what yeah. it doesn't. Apparently that's why it stands out. That's though. why you need the Colby Dan yeah. marketing machine. And hold on. Let me just quickly, uh, Dixie state school president. <laughs> Look, Greg Sankey, I'm inviting you to the SGPN studios and I will say, uh, who is uh, this Dixie State Dr. Williams? Hey, Dr. Williams, <laughs> <laughs> I'm inviting you to the SGPN studios. All right, for a nice happy hour. If you don't drink, it's okay. <laughs> we have uh, we have Capri Suns. Uh, <laughs> More, yeah, Mormons don't drink, right? Pretty sure that's it. I, I'm pretty sure when I, I know, went, Jim McMahon drinks, I think. Right? <laughs> Isn't it more? Than, <laughs> no, he went when to I went to Utah. Though, right? When I went to Utah, my my buddy lives in uh, Salt Lake City. I had to just by going to the bar, I had to like register at the bar as like get a drinking license or something for the city of Salt Lake City. Yeah, like you have to I didn't, carry I didn't, around. I didn't, like, I didn't have to do that in Park City. I'm though. a drinker. What? Like when'd you go, Patty? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was probably 1984. That was when I was driving back across the country to LA. So that was seven and a half years ago. Well, I've been to Zion. I was able to get fucked up right at Zion uh, outside there, and then uh, same with Park City. But they they they've loosened up a little bit. It's I mean it's still not like anywhere else, but they've loosened up a little bit on those drinking laws. That's one of the greatest things ever. Jim McMahon going to BYU. Because you're not supposed to have premarital sex. I just picture this guy every night oh. just blasting rock and roll, doing <laughs> Jaeger bombs. He was a oh. soaking son of a bitch. I'm sure. <laughs> he soaked every chick yeah. in, in, in Provo. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, next up on the clock <laughs> is your boy Dundee. And. Looking at the slate here, you know I see a game, guys. That NC Nick's gonna hate. <laughs> All right, uh, are we going there? I'm a patriotic son of a gun. All right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and I am taking you. Come on. Now hold on. Is that, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. This I need to make sure that it's in Colorado Springs. If it's at that dome in Texas, we have issues. I'm quickly pulling up Air Force's schedule. Fact no, no, it's at home. Falcon Stadium. Yes. 
Navy at Air Force. Rival and look, and by the way, when I'm college football commissioner, I've told Patty C this. I've told I told I mentioned this yesterday on air. This game will be played. It'll rotate between Navy one year and Army the next, but Air Force will play Navy and Army every other year on Thanksgiving morning. All right. Lovely. Lovely. You get your NFL like games, that. but you get this, and, and we honor if we honor Army and Navy like we do in December, we need to honor the fucking Air Force. Air Force right? needs some love too. Yeah, so they're the redhead. Well, dude, how shot. about like Veterans Day or something? Isn't that like uh, early November on a yeah, Monday or something? Dude, that's Monday true. night, Monday night Veterans Day football. That, I'm all on board, money, actually. Money. All on board. All on board, man. That sounds perfect. All right, that's even better than my Thanksgiving Day. But I want some more thing. I want some more college football Thanksgiving Day games. There should right? be. There should be. Two more. All right. Give me the Egg Bowl every year on Thanksgiving. We need some other food-related bowl games, you know, to celebrate <laughs> Thanksgiving properly. What about that one? Like. Uh, no, they have a big like fucking axe or I feel like a butter, like a big, I don't know. I feel like Minnesota. Uh, What's Wisconsin? the barrel? There's a barrel. There's uh, a barrel. Old Oak and bucket. I don't know. There's a bunch of fucking random rivalry <laughs> trophies. The cheese trophy. Let's just get yeah. Wisconsin playing on Thanksgiving. Um, all right. Uh, but look, I'm taking you this game. I, I, Nancy, Nick, I know he likes to talk shit uh, about these service academies, but Navy at air force is an awesome game. It was uh well it was Army Air Force last year in Dallas that was fucking great went to overtime I believe but Navy Air Force uh, signed me up Tro- two of the better coaches in college football that you've never heard of and by the way Colorado hey if you guys are content on fi- firing uh, Carl Durrell which seems like he's on the hot seat this year uh and you and and if you strike out with with uh, Chris Peterson or Eric Bieniemy Troy Calhoun's right up the fucking road and he's great. At what he does, please think outside the box. Troy Calhoun is a fabulous coach. Air Force, and this is another one I'm interested to see the odds when they come out because I've heard speculation that they could be the favorite to win the Mountain West. Wow! Won ten wow. games a year ago and return a ton. What do you make of this game, Nick? Well, speaking of the Mountain West, there is a huge Mountain West game that pits two rivals or I don't know. I, yeah. I'm going to call them rivals. Cause not, they've been the not, best. not as good as this rivalry though. Uh, well, look, it's been the, the two best teams in the mountain West conference over the last decade. Well, now, we'll, but, but, we'll touch on that later, uh, but I was but, about to say, cause cause Boise state, they don't like playing air force. I don't know if you've looked into those well, we're not talking about that game right now. So it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Uh, I had this game ranked 25th. Oh my God. Get uh, out of here. <laughs> it's going to be on like, at like two 30 on the East coast. Uh, come on. It's I'm sorry. There's too much wrong games. with you. 25th. What the hell's wrong with this guy? Patty C <laughs> that is pretty damn low for some, uh, he's not American. He's not American. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, where, where'd you dude, have this at, top Patty? gun two is out for a reason right now. Hey, uh, hey, look, come on. It, it May 25th. Get to the theater, Nick. Yeah. Watch some, watch some Tom go Cruise. play some volleyball down there in, in, in Myrtle beach. Play or with the, the fuck boys. You're at. All right. Look, air force leads this all time series. 32 to 22. Is that surprising? Patty C it's surprising that they haven't played as much, but I just looked it up. Uh, air force didn't start its football season until a uh, football program until 1955. A relative late comer, which you would think. I mean, unless they were uh, they were not, too busy at war, yeah, or not <laughs> existing. I don't know when the Air Force was created. Either way, uh, they've played Navy every single year since then. So it is a fun rivalry. Let's give them some love. They deserve it. And uh, look, let's be American here for a second. Yeah, this game's great, man. And look, I I I know that there's been a couple blowouts the past two games. 
But if you go back, there's also been some great matchups over the years. You, you know what it Air is. Force, it, Nick hates triple option versus triple option. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's a true asshole. I'm, I, I, it makes for a little bit of a boring game. I love <laughs> you. Love, you love Duke football, and that's not boring. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I love triple it. option against a different style where you see, you know, the the contrast in styles. But against each other, yeah, I mean, it's it's like watching football from like the early seventies or something. I'm yeah, not gonna everybody lie. Which ran is, which the is way option. better. Which is kinda, way better than now. I kind of agree with Nick on this one. We harp all day on how much we love variety in the sport of football. Dude, if you had me watch a game from 1975 or a game from two years ago, I guarantee you the game from 1975 is better. Colby Boy. even has his hipster glasses on to go <laughs> to go along with that. Can you uh, give me a couple? Of, uh, can you get me a, a, a grande uh, mocha? <laughs> that's as hipster as that's, that's hipster for Colby. <laughs> are, are those glasses prescription? <laughs> <laughs> or are they just glasses? Yeah, there's, there's not even glass there. Just em- yeah, 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 it's it's just empty. Um, all right, Patty C. Okay, okay, I'm gonna take us down to another another game that has major conference championship and potentially, probably not playoff implications. Almost certainly not in a 14 playoff, but still a, a, t- a game between two. Great programs out of the Mountain West. That's the Aztecs of San Diego yes, State. Yes, thank Visiting you. the Broncos of Boise State. On the Smurf turf. This is a really good matchup. But it's not, I don't know that it's a rivalry yet. Is this a full on nah. rivalry? Does this count? Not yet. Yeah. I know a lot of Californians have came into Idaho so that they hold this resentment yeah. towards uh, Californians <laughs> because they're like, the, all of a sudden the real estate went way the fuck up, which you would think you'd be happy because you got rich. But at the same time, you know, get you get you do At the get same a little time more. You can't afford anything. No, yeah, you don't get rich unless you move out of there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because exactly. then what are you going to buy? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it was funny when Colby and I went to to Idaho uh, <laughs> because you know we, we're, we're showing our our ID to get beers and people like, from me like North, they're like North Carolina. You know, like hey, have, 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 it's on me. Yeah, and then for and me like, they're like fuck you, California. throwing the beer in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, I don't know what his problem is. He's an asshole too. I don't know. <laughs> so the guy even told me, he goes, you don't mow another man's lawn. I get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a good matchup though, man. And, and it, 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 here's what's funny. You would think San Diego would be the pass heavy team and Boise, you know, with the cold weather would be the no Boise state now runs the right. air raid last year. First year with the air raid. San Diego state. I don't think they've thrown a forward pass in like 10 years. Like they're Wisconsin in California with some speed. They don't <laughs> pound it quite as much, but they do love running the ball. Yeah. They don't pass the ball, dude. They yeah. do not pass the ball. <laughs> yeah. And Boise going back to Peterson, even like they've thrown the ball around quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, more balanced back then, I suppose, but yeah, Doug Martin and, and yeah, yeah, exactly. But Avalos you're saying is uh, he, he's prone to, well, he brought around. in an air raid uh, OC. They went seven and five doing that. So maybe they changed their philosophy a little bit. Got to do it. Got to figure it out. Harbaugh figured it out. Tweaked it till it was just right. Avalos, you know, right. he's got a few years to work it out. Hopefully, Nick, what do you make of San Diego State, Boise State? Like I was saying, this is the best two Mountain West teams over the last decade. They don't play every year, but the series is four to three in the Aztecs' favor, and they've won the last two. Ooh, last year, Ooh. 
They won 27 to 16 at the dignity health and wellness center. Mm. <laughs> but this year, this year it's on the Smurf turf, not Snapdragon stadium. Yeah, you're they're lucky to so watch out Yeah, on the Smurf turf. I think Boise is going to get revenge. If this was in the snapper, you, they would not be, they would not grab that win. Uh, so I do want to see that, that stadium though. We, we got to go to dude, that. Uh, we do got to go to that. So, um, all right, folks. Well, look, uh, if you're listening to this, you know, uh, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Check out part two because we're gonna hop over to part two, um, and, and then we'll uh, finish up the rest of this draft here on the college football experience.